Bilal, would you do a prenup? Hell yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I thought he was going to say no. I trust my wife. <laughs> bro, bro, fuck. What's, what's different about Austin? More people? For me, Austin is just a neat city. You know, it's very neat, very clean, classy. Unlike other cities like, I don't know, LA, Denver, they're kind of trashy, but Austin is pretty neat. It's really nice. A lot of good buildings and just classy, I guess. Hmm. Apparently, that's where a lot of Californians who move to Texas go. They go to Austin. Uh, yeah i know how texans feel about californians coming to texas yeah they're not, they're not too happy about it are you from texas i'm not from texas but i'm not happy about it either <laughs> <laughs> i know right all these yankees coming in town and just like yeah. ruining everything yankees who are the yankees the coastal people that's a yankee it's an old term it generally means people from like New England transplants that try to make shit their own legs. They ruined California and then they, they're going to Texas to ruin it. The thing is, everyone feels the same way. Like, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Hawaiians feel the same way. Like when, you know, um, I forgot what, what they call them when outsiders, you know, try to, you know, surf in like, you know, their private beaches and whatnot. You know, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like no matter what place you go to there's always yeah. some kind of hatred towards somebody who doesn't live in that area. So like the way I see it is if you don't have a deed or you don't have like, you know, any realty in that area, you can't claim that it's just only for you. Like, no, no, no. Here's the thing with Californians moving, they ruin their own state. And so then they go to I other states. I think it's about the culture. You know what I mean? Like if you can't integrate the culture, then, you know, don't come here. I think that's what, what it's about. If you can't be part of the culture, then don't be because they don't want you changing their own their culture. Okay, but I I think they're not even given a chance to even like accept the culture or like you know understand how things are in that city. You know, they already have judgment. Like, oh, you're Californian, fuck Californian. I mean, there's you know evidently shit happens. You can just see the pattern, and you know you can judge using that. It's it's hatred that everyone just has for one another for something they don't know. No, 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 no. Californians earned that hatred. They earned it. Okay. No, no, no. I swear. I swear. Californians, they think they're hot shit because everyone everyone overseas idolizes California. Okay. Because of movies and TV shows and media. Sounds like jealousy to me. No, no. It's not jealousy because they're the ones leaving California. It's like you're supposed to be living in the, the best state that everyone envies to come to. And then they're the ones with the highest homelessness and their cities go to shit. And then when they're tired of their own government being oppressive that they voted in, they end up moving to a state like Texas where everyone's been free. And then they'll probably vote the same way they always have. And so they'll bring the problems there too. It's a California mindset. I, I don't like it. It's why a lot of the reason why I don't like California. Exactly. But New York isn't much better either. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like You just got to stay away some, from some states that's just like... The people yeah. there, they think they're good people, but they do bad things a lot, a lot of the time. And it's just like... Yes, yes, I would stay away from would be California, New York, and uh, Oregon. Oregon. Oh. In terms of, uh, terms of policies. That's the thing. Like, if you go to Texas and you're like, I love guns and I love freedom, they'll welcome you. Yeah. But... but I feel like I want more regulations. I want more rules. I want more restrictions than they can hit you. I think the beauty of this country is that, yeah, we have freedom of movement, 
but it also comes at a cost. Um, yeah, it does. It certainly does. Yeah, Texas. Austin. He made up his mind that he wants to go to live in Austin, but I told him you got to see Dallas first. He may be even better. Oh, for real? I don't know. I, I just, you know, it, it's another one of, like, the really nice cities. That's what they say, so... Mm-hmm. I like to, you know, explore all the options before I make up my mind. Yeah. Wait, so you moved to Texas too? No, recently? no, I'm just here. I'm just here for military training. I'm going back to Colorado. That's where I live. Oh. You're in the military? Yeah, I am. Air, Air National Guard. National Guard, Air Force component. Ooh, do you get to fly planes? <laughs> no, no, you have to be a pilot. You have to go to school. Like, it takes months, six months or even more. You have to be uh. an officer too, too. To do that, you can't be you can't be an enlisted uh you can't be an enlistee and fly uh planes. You have to uh, be a commissioned officer. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. Would you do it though if you had the opportunity? I don't know. It's a lot. I of can if I wanted to. I can. I just don't have the patience to do all that training. And besides, I wanna. So I'm a non-commissioned officer right now. I'm a sergeant. If I wanna go the commissioned route, I would have to go to another boot camp, basically. And I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. There's no way in hell I'm fucking doing that. <laughs> was it that bad the first time you had to go through? Wait, what is non-commissioning? So there's two routes in the military. You're either an enlistee or you're, you're uh, a, an officer, basically, a commissioned officer. So, uh, enlisted, basically, you don't need a degree, right? You're like high school or some even Army now or Marine Corps. You don't even need a high school degree. Mm-hmm. Um, Air Force still need a degree, a uh, high school diploma. So you can get in as an enlisted, uh, enlisted okay. person. But... Uh, if you want to get in as an officer, so you start as a lieutenant, then captain, then major, and so on, you need to have a, a college degree. That's the difference. So an officer is more uh, in a leader, you know, more of a high-ranking leader position, while enlistees are, you know, kind of the the workers, basically. And you get paid a lot more if you're an officer. I was always confused with the, like all the titles, majors, sergeants, all that. I guess yeah. that's one of the first things they teach you when you're in there, so you know who to salute and who not to. Well, I think yeah, that's the most basic part of it, though. I think the commission, non-commission thing, like yeah, that, guess, yeah. that 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 part was the confusing. I because I always heard that, but I never understood it. Enlistees, you start like in the army, you start you start out as a private, right? That's E1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once you hit E5, E5 is a sergeant. Once you become a sergeant, that's a non-commissioned officer. So you're you're a leader, but in the enlisted world. You start out as an officer, you're, you're immediately a commissioned officer. It was a lieutenant. That's like uh, 01, that's the first grade. You have people who join the military fresh out of college. Do they come in as officers? Yeah, there's a Damn. Uh, in college called ROTC, and they groom you basically to be a, to be a leader, to be an officer. So for like non-commissioned um, you know, rank, it, like the, the highest that you can go is a sergeant? So it goes... On a scale from E1 to uh, E9, I think E9 or E10. Uh, so once you hit E5, you're in the sergeant bracket, basically. E5 to E9 is a mm-hmm. sergeant, but different level of sergeant. So, for example, in the Army, E5 is sergeant. Then after that, E6 is staff sergeant. Then sergeant mm-hmm. first class. Then master sergeant. Then first sergeant. Then uh, sergeant major. Then command sergeant major. Okay, yeah, so... This is hella confusing. <laughs> No, no, yeah. no, no, I get it. No, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. Because there's different levels to, you know. No, no, no. I get It's just like you have to remember all the, because like Master Sergeant sounds dope, but then you have 
first sergeant. Du- Super Master Sergeant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, and in the Air Force, in the Air Force, different. So the private yeah. in the Air Force actually called Airmen, right? Airmen one, Airmen two, yeah. Airmen three, a senior Airmen, and then E five, E five in the Air Force is staff sergeant, not sergeant, staff sergeant. See, in the Army, E six is staff sergeant, so it's a little, it's a little confusing. Oh, uh, so they're not so, even consistent between the branches. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, no, but okay. So then, when you're talking about a commissioned officer, that would be somebody that's past the sergeant, like a lieutenant. What's a master chief? <laughs> or is that <laughs> that's Halo, Doc? We're talking about a, we're talking about a video game at this point. Master yeah, chief, I know, get the fuck out of here. All I know about the military ranking is what my there's a master sergeant. Oh, really? It's master sergeant. So- sergeant. Okay. Okay. Sergeant chief. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, um, all right. Hold on, I'm looking this shit up. All right, so, but like, when you're walking past people, if they're ranked higher than you, you have to salute them, right? You only salute officer. Anyway, anyways, I looked up Master Chief, uh, the fictional character. He's a petty officer, so he's a Master Chief petty officer. Wait, so petty is what they use in the Navy, right? Yeah, that's Navy. Uh huh. So you have privates, you have petty, or, yeah, and, and then airmen. Uh, airmen. And then the Marines are technically part of the Navy, right? Uh, sort of. Not sort really, of. but yeah, sort yeah. of. Yeah. And then what about the Space Force guys? Do they have, like, astronaut or something? Uh, no, they don't have, <laughs> ast- have astronauts at all. <laughs> or, Astro uh, men. <laughs> Space cowboy. <laughs> Actually, hold on. Let's look this up. Space Force rankings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, I think Space Force is Space Force part of Air Force. Part of the oh, Air Force right. now, or it broke out, broke out from the Air Force. Oh, yeah, it used so to be, it used to be part of the Air Force, and then uh, they separated. So ranks are broken down into three levels. There's a specialist E1 through E4, uh, and then non-commissioned officers E5 through E6, and then senior non-commissioned officers uh, E7 through E9. Uh, but they're they're called like I mean the ranking is as a specialist. You're your Space Force specialist. Oh. That's funny. That's the same ranking system in the Army. I, oh, okay. You think it's you think it's similar to the Air Force, but huh, it's like the Army. Yeah. So oh. it's Specialist One, Specialist Two, Three, Four. Oh um, no no no! In the Army, it's only E four specialist. That's it. Hmm. The first okay. three are private. Private One, Private Two, Private First Class, and then Specialist. Let's see. Technical Sergeant is the second level of the non-commissioned ranks in Space Force. Uh, they are qualified. To perform highly complex technical duties in addition to providing supervision and then after that after e6 uh you're master sergeant you know when you were reading and said supervision in the context of space force i don't know why i thought like supervision it's stupid <laughs> they don't got superpowers what the fuck? No, i don't know because maybe like telescopes and shit <laughs> on their in their eyes no in the fucking space that sounds dumb anyways what? no that's what they deal with the hubble t- space bro that shit <laughs> supervision that should be a rank oh my god no. supervision master sergeant bro oh my this god this is interesting i never knew any of this stuff like it, it's good to talk to somebody that's in the military well i mean you remember the reason you gave about why you shut thought up, about shut up shut up <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> All right. uh anyways um yeah okay so uh what's your rank dude 
I'm a D5, the Air Force. That's a staff sergeant. Okay. How long have you been in the military, man? Uh, four years. First three years, actually, were with the Army. Oh, you can switch? Year. Yeah, yeah I you switched. can switch. So why why'd you switch? Is it easier in the Air Force? Yeah, it's much easier in the Air Force. Army is like, kind of got sick of it. It's too much. It can, it can be too much sometimes, you know. Because is it like like physically intensive with the no, military, no, with no, boot camp or whatnot? Psychologically mm. intensive. What do you mean? What? It is stressful. It just really can be very stressful in the army. Can um, you give any examples, or is that compromising U.S. Uh, secrets? No, no <laughs> it's no compromising. It's just the the Air Force. Every branch, the military have their own different culture. All right, each one has their own different culture. So the army is more like, a little more like what you see in movies, you know what I mean? Like a little, you know, yelling and like, you know, a little, little meathead a little style, you know what I mean? Um, Marine Corps is probably the worst. It's like the most amount of jarhead, I guess. You know, that's the term they have. Well, isn't that the one that's like most respected just because it's like so intensive? It is intensive. Uh, I guess, I don't know if people look at it, but... Yeah. Maybe people outside of the military think of it as like this highly respected. We, I bet you civilians have this different ranking than actually inside the thing. And you see all the bullshit. I bet you it's, it's a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's a really different culture from each branch. And, and the army, I just, you know, I switch because it's, it's worth a peace of mind, honestly. It's more, it's more like a civilian kind of environment. In the army, it's more like the standard military that you see on TV. I'm more of a just chill kind of guy. I don't, I don't like the heated and stressful bullshit kind of environment. There's a lot of bullshit. In the navy, you would, ha you could possibly be stuck on an aircraft carrier or submarine for a while. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. on the navy because they don't have a, a, they do have a reserve component, I guess. Yeah, I guess all they do is pretty much. They fly, actually, I think they fly more than um, the Air Force. They fly fighter jets, I'm going to say. Fighter jets more than the Air Force. Because mm -hmm. they have, I don't know if you ever watched Top Gun, but that's pretty much all they, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They do that. And they have, they have actually mostly advanced uh, weaponry, I would say, maybe. They have, like, mm -hmm. the most of the cool guns on their ships. You know, Tomahawk missiles and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it was nice talking to you guys, but I got to bounce. All right, man. Appreciate you being on the call. And uh, we, we appreciate all the knowledge you provided us about the military. Yeah. Yeah, you bet. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to join the Space Force if this business thing doesn't work out. You're going to be a Master Chief? No, I'll be a supervisor. Supervision. Supervision, dude. I'll be Supervision Master Chief. In charge of the mm -hmm. Hubble Space, Space Telescope and all spy satellites. And <laughs> <laughs> all of its glory. Yeah, just like rain, hellfire on the world. <laughs> yeah, it would be the, cool. With the telescope. Yeah, just have these secret missiles launched in, in Elon's rockets. and uh, Or take down Elon's uh, satellite. Uh, yeah, he has like tens of thousands up there right now. Yeah. But yeah, Space Force. That'd be dope. That'd be really dope, actually. Unless I get to, I'd I'd want to work in rocketry, maybe, or yeah, rocketry. That'd be dope. Mm. If that's even something that they work on. I mean, that's what they call it, rocketry. I mean, that's one thing. Propulsion, or yeah, that sounds more 
scientific than rocketry. Rocketry Rocketry sounds like hella fake, dog. I'm not like it sounds it sounds like a like a word that was made up just because you, you wanted to create a position uh when it comes to, you know, uh building rocketry. rockets. The rocketry. Of, the field of rockets, yeah. I don't know about that. That sounds kinda of fake, dog. Google it. Check me on this. Uh, it sounds kind of fake. <laughs> it sounds kind of fake, Doug. Yeah, it's like some Buzz Lightyear bullshit, <laughs> dude. You are you just you said exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> to infinity and beyond. And beyond. <laughs> no, that's a fucking word, dude. Yeah, it's a, a rocketry. What propulsion? In terms of if I'm going to communicate to people, especially on a podcast, propulsion. Yeah. Is not the word to use. Rocketry. I don't know. Propulsion expert or, you know. Rocket like scientist. No, no. No. There has to be a better word. Like rocket. I think rocket has just been overused. And like it just turned into like a, a kitty word now. Why? No. Rocket. 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 I don't know. It doesn't, seem, it doesn't sound like a real word. Rocketry. Let's look this shit up. Yeah, it's a real word. Uh, rockets. Watch him sound look hella stupid right now. So is rocketry a word or not? Uh, let's see. A branch of science that deals with rockets and rocket. Hmm. It sounds fake though, huh? It still does. <laughs> Leave it in the comments. Is rocketry sound like a kitty word? A word for children? Oh, man. I'll do the Space Force. And then what would you get into? I probably would do... Navy. You look like a Navy guy the fuck does you, that mean you like to get what you are dumb as hell <laughs> what? no you do <laughs> what do you mean what does that mean all the bitches are gonna be in the navy oh nigga shut the fuck up <laughs> what they are <laughs> now you sound hella stupid <laughs> why why is that stupid they do if they women would choose or i don't know would they choose air force or navy no no, no i think they would choose navy why though because bitches love boats <laughs> Oh, they're all going to come for you, dog. <laughs> Why? They love boats. You know how many girl, girls love yachts, okay? I, I'm pretty sure that's a genetic thing. <laughs> genetic thing? Like it's built in their DNA? Yes. You think, like, they're they, not on the boats for the rich, old, ugly dudes, okay? They're on the boats because they love maritime. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, where do you come up with this? Oh no, I'm too clever for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that was that was a pretty clever, you know, connection that you put together right there. Uh, that that's gonna be good content for your 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 amateur stand up. <laughs> oh yes, bro. Yeah, that's a great. Thank you for that. Um, so for for the listeners, uh, Iman went to an amateur um, stand up show, show, comedy show, and um, you know they have an amateur hour, and Iman's considering actually doing it. Yeah, I was going to tell the story. Maybe I should just do my bit here right now. <laughs> no, Practice no, it I, real quick. No, I didn't actually write it. So it's just a general idea, but I was going to tell the story. So it would open up about how my kid brother is so stupid sometimes. And I was going to bring up the story of Bilal. And basically, it would be the story of Wallahi to the audience. Like, all right, you guys don't understand Wallahi, what it means. Technically, it means swear to God, but it's way above swear to God. It's more like on mamas. No, no, no. It's more like a blood oath that you're making with the Lord. You don't 
you're making an obligation. Yeah, you don't break wallahi. Yeah, you don't break wallahi. And and then I'd also mention like that's the reason why Muslims don't cheat on each other because it's so easy to find out. It's like, did you sleep with her? Nah. No. <laughs> Say wallahi. Say wallahi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. shit. It's like, ah, you got me. You got me. There's nothing I could do. <laughs> and then, obviously, I'd mention the part where he's like, he said, Wallahi, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. And it doesn't matter if circumstances change. It doesn't matter if months go by. It doesn't matter if they squash their beef or they even forget about it. This man made a deal with the Lord to slap the shit out of this nigga. He has to do it no matter what. And that day eventually came weeks later in a library. And then I know it wasn't a library, but I, it sounds funnier if it's in a library. <laughs> it, was, it was silent library. <laughs> no, no, no. And, then, and then I'll be like, I'll be like, they're only I could only think of two places where slaps sound the loudest, a funeral and a library and a few and in a funeral, it might make sense. And then I'd go explain the story of Bilal and and then I'd also explain how, you know, every guy knows if your friend gets into some quarrel. No matter how stupid it is, you're in it too. And then I would explain like Bilal almost got suspended from school. Obviously that didn't happen, but it makes it funnier. And then in the end, the punchline, I would be like, all right, so the moral of the story, become a Christian. And then I was like, that's my time. Yeah, yeah. It needs a little work, dog. Yeah, I know. I didn't that's prepare it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, whatever, dude. Wait, you think you could do comedy, Bilal? <laughs> I could do better than that. Nah, bro. Nah, I don't. I don't. I. I don't think you can outdo Ayman on that one. That story was trash. First of all, and that's it not needs even his work. story. I know it, it wasn't but, even his story. That was my story. No, my okay. My joke is about Wallahi. Okay, but uh, first of all, the ending doesn't make any sense. It needs work. I know the punchline isn't strong, but I don't know. I saw some of these people doing stand up, and uh, some there is actually like a handful of people who are actually really good. There was this Muslim chick. Or ex-Muslim chick, I guess, as she described herself, with three nipples apparently. And she was making a bunch of Muslim jokes. And I was like, oh, that's actually hilarious. She was actually pretty funny. But then that's the thing. Like a lot of the people who went up on stage, they weren't confident in their material for at least a lot of the really new amateurs. Yeah. And so they had a notepad uh, or they had their phone out looking at jokes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that one didn't hit. Let me go to the next one. They would actually say that on stage. I'm like, no, it, I don't know. I feel like if you're going to go on stage, commit. It's like you're in this. And even if it's awkward and no one's laughing, you don't just like, okay, you don't acknowledge that it's bad. Just keep going. And then sometimes every now and then someone would recover. And then obviously there were some people who were just hella experienced. This guy was talking about how he went to a, a rock or a rage concert and he was in a mosh pit and he's a 30 year old man and taking out his angst against these. I don't know. It was, it was pretty good. There were some people who just had like corny punchline jokes you know what do you call something something whatever but i i don't know i like the type of comedy where they're telling a story so that's the kind of thing i would do and i don't know it'd be hilarious you think you could do comedy Akram? i don't know if i had enough prep time maybe but not i don't think i'd do it as like as well as you what do you mean i wouldn't do it well do you think i would do it well yeah, i think you would but we both agree Bilal would be trash yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all about the confidence mindset. Yeah, hella confident. Yeah, I mean, you can fool everybody, bro. 
We heard you tell stories before, man. Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> bro, did you hear Akka, bro? Did you hear Akka's story, bro? He's not so, the like, one he saying that he'd be really twice. good. At least I'm being honest about it, dude. At least I'm man, honest you about it. Like, you, sh- you can't shit on me, then. If you heard dude. shit, you can't shit on me. Wait, what? I can still no, give an honest everybody. opinion. What are you talking Every- about? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. Maybe. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, no. I could tell the story again, but watch. It's going to be 10 times better. I'm sure. Yeah, it will. With practice. <laughs> Lots of practice. No, it's like right now. That's uh, wait, so you're in, you just got home? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Texas is better than California, isn't it, huh? Uh, I like Austin a lot, but it's so hot. Well, I, I saw your pictures for Austin on Instagram. It looks dope. Yeah, you saw, you saw the last picture? The picture? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good photo. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, um, I want to. I want to live there now. You want to live there now? Yeah, okay. I want to make that my home. Like permanently? I want to. Yeah. One night in Austin. I know. Yeah. Like, how how, how does <laughs> visiting the place one time? Like, you already bought in. It was like three hours, bro. Three hours. <laughs> three hours. It, it got me, bro. I was like, this is it for me. It reminds me of San Diego, and uh, but more fun in the city like there's so much uh like it's nice i don't know how to explain it. it's nice wait so what did you guys do there we took a cart all over the city like a, a scooter okay yeah so that's it yeah have you thought about singapore <laughs> like other parts in the world yeah oh no you're gonna stay in america huh 100 mm, okay we gotta go traveling guys we gotta go traveling we need we need to get out of the country i, I know i mean you've already have done it but like we need to do it together as like you know we went to New York, bro. Table table moments pot like for our table moments, you know. <laughs> world tour. World tour. Table moments. World tour. <laughs> we actually, did actually have good. one person in Norway listen to one of our podcasts. Really? Uh, that's what Spotify says. I'm not believing it. <laughs> mm, I, I don't know. It might be a spoof. Like you know, they they're spoofing their location. Maybe. I, I was thinking about like um. Americans are really are self-centered because like I was thinking like with all the social media stuff I've been doing, we only post during our waking hours. But there's a whole world out there who also speak English that they when we post during our waking hours, it's midnight or middle of the night for them. Yeah. So I think I'm going to start experimenting, posting things like late at night. Just to see if you get any people like outside the country. Yeah, it'd be cool to build a following that way. Just like mm. they're international because it's like a underserved market. No one's making content for them or even just like tailored around their time zones. And so that'd be interesting. I think I'm going to become a man of the world. Man of the world. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Anyways, you guys down to travel? What's up? I mean, do you think it would even make sense? We don't work well together traveling. Okay, just because you Definitely had not. one bad experience with me in Canada. Both of you. I've had bad experiences with both of you. Okay. Me too. Bilal in New York. Yeah. <laughs> I had bad experiences with both of y'all. Yeah. How was I? <laughs> well, you were walking hella fast. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's a really good example. Like, I'm trying yeah, to move. I'm trying to go shit. places. Yeah, oh, yeah, we don't work. Like I'm you. trying to enjoy. I'm trying to enjoy the view. Y'all, y'all just going hella fast for no reason. I'm like, bro, this is just a waste of experience. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. 
That was me. <laughs> I, that's how I move. I move fast. Like, especially it's New York City. Everybody there walks. God damn it. Your California laid back attitude does not belong in a city like that. First of all, New Yorkers, <laughs> they, they know the city. You know what I'm saying? They've seen it. It's like whatever to them. We're, we're tourists. We're visiting it for the first time. We gotta enjoy that shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Maybe we should just do meetups at spots and we do our own thing. That might make more sense. But still visiting the same country? Or like we just, or regions? Like if it's Europe, you go wherever you want to go. And it's like, all right, I'll be in fucking Budapest for the race. What the Give heck? Me. Bill knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mimi will watch the race and then we'll head out and go our other ways. I, I would see you in Amsterdam, Makram. That seems like your vibe. Am I going to just so I can smoke weed? I mean, yeah, you smoke weed, but I mean, it's like people there are just like, no, nah, do you want to be around? Well, no, there were, there were people of color there. I don't know. It had like a sort of Hogwarts feel kind of thing. You know, when they're in Diagon Alley? Yeah. Yeah, that kind of, that kind of vibe. Or maybe you would go to South America, I think. No, you'd go to Africa. You would go after Africa. No, South America would be dope. Maybe. Or Dominican Republic. Yeah, that sounds like more your vibe. And then Bilal would, I don't know. I I can't imagine Bilal liking the rest of the world. (laughs) It's like, fuck y'all. I do my own thing. I like America. Weird, because he's not even like that. But, and then me, I'm pretty open to things. Like, I'll stay away from Europe. Europe ain't my vibe. Find a few wives in the Middle East. You know what I mean? But you don't want to find a wife in Africa? Uh, I never thought about it, but maybe. Like, Why do you say Middle East? Because I think they're more used to multiple wives. <laughs> that was Africa. Really? Yeah. So if you were going to get multiple wives in Africa, would you get them from different countries to spread out the genetic diversity? or That's what, that's what Omar is doing. For real? Yeah. What, what number is he up to now? He's finding, first he's uh, locking down the first one, and okay. then he's going to find the second one in like six months. Okay. Yeah, right. So the first one is Morocco. Ooh. Morocco's yeah. a good choice. That's a really yeah. good choice. Also, yeah. he's going to Africa? What do you mean? Yeah. Wait, so he's going to Africa to get his wives? Yeah. What? Wait, wait, wait. Who is? Omar. Omar. Your roommate? Yeah. Multiple wives? First, he getting his first wife first. I thought he was just joking, though. No, he no. did us. Yeah. But he, he, he's trying to convince me to have multiple wives. Would you? I said no. <laughs> wow, why not? Uh, that's a headache. <laughs> that's a headache. <laughs> why not? I mean, well, imagine. But if dad can't, if dad is struggling, <laughs> I'm not going to do like multiple, well. What do you mean struggling with mom? That, no. Because <laughs> they. Yeah, dad, he's got a point. He's got a point. What are you talking about? Dad already considers mom like the government, always making the decisions and whatnot. So like having so another person like is, that. This is just bad mindsets. That's it. Well, 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 for dad, for dad, the thing is he, he picks his battles. Like if he doesn't, he, he doesn't want to do something, he won't do it. You know, he, he's strategic with it. Yeah. There's no strategy. It's bad strategy. No, bro. He has strategy. You just don't understand it. You don't no, know. It's you're bad not, strategy. You don't know his strategy. Capitulation. I mean, I don't think you understand what it means. Uh, no, 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 no. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Reed one explained it. Literally how Reed one is with his wife is just like dad. It's wrong. What do you mean it's wrong? 
It's Haram. It's a Harambe. <laughs> it is Haram. Haram. No, no, no. But the fact that you're choosing your battle, it's like, one, you're not in battle. Okay? What you say goes. That's just how it's supposed to be. You guys remember. Well, I don't know all, if you remember, but Akram and I remember how dad used to be. Mm-hmm. Dad he never was, took shit. Yeah, he was just like, he was, well, well, how would you describe it? He was a father. <laughs> like a nigga. <laughs> no, old school dad. Old school dad. Old, okay, old school yeah, yeah. father. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old school. He was old school dad. And then as soon as you and Uffer were born, <laughs> that shit changed. I don't know. That's what happens to a lot of men. They just like, they soften over time. But mm. it's, I think, a man's job to stay, to keep himself. But I don't know. It's his life. Yeah, you're you, you going to get divorced, bro. For sure. It should always be on the table. A divorce? Yeah. Hell no. See, that's how you lose. No, fuck that. Oh, oh. no, no. I, I mean, it has a point. You got to be, you got to be willing to let them go because the thing is, yeah. like, if no, you're not, bro, that's an American mindset. It's not an American mindset. If, yeah, yeah. You think it's... Middle East in the Middle East. What they're saying, we're not getting divorced no matter what. No, if the woman's out of line, she has plenty of warnings, and then you say that thing three times, and she's gone. That's how it be. What percentage of divorce is in America? It's 50%. It's Maybe not like 60%. that in the Middle East. Not okay. like that in the Middle East. It's a lot so, lower. I'm saying... Because in the Middle East, women are smarter. They no, listen. No. <laughs> I, I I'm saying... No. No. Hey, use that for your stand-up, dog. They listen. No, actually, some people <laughs> made some jokes about <laughs> women in the Middle East. I was like, uh, it's hilarious, too. There was this one guy, Indian guy, who's making all these, like, you know, oh, women are bad drivers. <laughs> That's kind of true. <laughs> it is true. Yeah. I don't know. We could get back to the topic. They'll be like, all right, so you think it's bad? It's divorce. So what? I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, a lot of guys in America aren't running their households. And that's the problem. It, 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 but see, the thing is, you're thinking about, you're thinking about uh, uh, you and the wife dynamic. Fuck that. It depends on the family, the whole family. Like, you got kids, you got to stay for the kids. Okay, so if, a gr- if your wife, God forbid, cheats on you, you staying with her? Yeah, nah. Okay, so divorce is on the table. Only in that sense. All right. Well, at least you have a line. Oh, there's one exception only. No, no, it's fine. At least there's a line. It's like it's not like a blanket thing. There's no point of being with someone. You know what I'm saying? You don't see them. You don't. You don't. You don't care. You don't. You don't respect them. You don't. None of it. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing there. Like, what's the point? Let's extend this further. What if they lose respect for you and they start treating you and the marriage and the family like shit? Because they're, they've gotten too big for their britches and they're acting like they're hot shit when they aren't. Okay, what is, what is that? It's mean? compromising uh, the family. If they don't trust me and, and they disrespect me, what's the point of the, having a relationship? It's not a relationship. So then would you end it? If it ever gets to that case, yeah. Yeah, so it's like... We're, okay, I so that, that's two things. Now, hold on, hold on. We're, that's two things. Cheating so. and then disrespect. Anything else. You but said there was nothing... Like, I know. I know. But but you said there was only one thing, which was cheating, and then we just found out there's another thing. And then there's another thing, yeah. So I could be wrong. That's okay. Okay. So to you, 
like having multiple wives is just more battles. Exactly. Not if there if there are no battles in the first. It's like but fighting against all, ki- kids. Th- like, think about it. You can't have multiple wives that are American. That's never gonna happen because of the mindset they grew up with. Okay. It's never gonna happen. Now, if you if you if you, if you go back home, that's a different story. Hmm. They're more acceptable. They're more understanding of. Like they understand what Islam permits, mm-hmm. you know. We just Wait. need a harem. Uh, okay, but like, if you're super rich, I think yeah, you can have. Mo- well, I mean, obviously, you can't do it legally in this country, but which no, is weird. Uh, there's a way. There's a way to do it. Um, Omar was telling me. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't really understand it though. The part I don't understand is like why even like get legally married in the first place. Just have it like a religious ceremony that you guys understand. Don't even bring the government into it. I don't understand what advantage a legal marriage brings. Other than, like, people will say taxes and bullshit like that. It's like, who cares? I was just going to say that right now. <laughs> like, over a little bit of money. Now you yeah. involve this government who can screw you at any time. Mm. I, don't, I don't understand. There's a, there's, there's a way to, to, to be married to multiple people um, in, in America. Yeah. No. I don't know, how, like, I don't know how, what the process is called, but, yeah, it's, it's possible. Yeah, I always think it's funny. Like anyone's like, oh, you know, like I wouldn't get legally married. I think I've told you guys this. Like, I don't like the government involved in my life already. Why would I sign up a, a contract saying, hey, you're also involved in my relationship? This makes no sense to me. And the advantage is taxes. Are you serious? Blows my mind that people just do this without even thinking. Like you have no idea what you're signing up for because no one understands these marriage laws and they vary between states. So you have no idea what you're obligating yourself to. Or what system you're tied into. And you do this voluntarily. It blows my mind, man. Why don't you just do your thing between you, her, and God? Like normal people. Like people used to, you know? <laughs> it's like, wild, man. I don't know. I don't know. Would you guys sign in any documents? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe. Well, I say maybe. You let I'm in control of this decision, bro? No. It's not because of I'm in. Because I, uh, the thing is, can't trust these hoes, dog. You know, Wait, so you're you talking talk- about like prenups, prenups or something? I, I would have a prenup for sure. No, but that's still you're still signing up for marriage, though. Well, yeah. Think, well, I yeah. mean that's fine, but I mean like. No, I, I'm just asking. Would you get married? As long as I had documents protecting myself, then yes. Oh, so a prenup. So you would do a prenup, Bilal? Mm-hmm. Would you do a prenup? Hell yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I thought he was gonna say no. <laughs> I trust my wife. <laughs> Bro, bro, fuck. <laughs> Nigga, I'm I'm building all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? She she's not anywhere near me. Fuck that. I'm- you know what? I I would say I would say look into how often prenups get thrown out and come back to me. <laughs> what does that mean? Like you can sign a prenup, but there's always ways to get around them, and uh, expensive lawyers can figure it out. Yeah, I, I've heard of this one story. Uh, uh, if you if you actually make uh, your wife or your soon to be wife um, in distress while she's signing it, it can be thrown out. Yeah, I, I, I heard about that too. There. And th- here's the thing: the funny thing about like my decision not signing the marriage contract. If if sh- we met now and we got like spiritually married, no marriage contract, I would still believe she deserves half because I got I don't have it yet. And literally, she would have been in on the ground floor. Like, exactly. And yeah, I would not even fight her on it. I'd be like, all right, if you want to leave, you can have that. Like, I didn't have any of this shit before you. 
and you did help me. Obviously, she would have to contribute with like, I mean, you know what I mean. But yeah, it's like this doesn't have to be legally enforceable. But the fact that you have all these paperwork to get third party people involved in, I don't know, it just seems, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just different. Yeah, I, I for sure do prenup, bro. Um, yeah, I'm protecting my shit. If, if everything, what I want turns out, bro, and before I'm made, bro, bro for, for sure, bro. Like, you know, I, I'm not only doing this. Uh, like, I want to set myself free. That's the whole point. And she takes half of that uh, after she leaves. Like, that's going to make me back, you know, close to where I started. No, you okay. still have half. <laughs> like, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to build again. I don't want to yeah. have to build again, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to be at a place where I don't have to worry about anything. I hope I meet her before my plans follow through. Because, like, afterwards, can you even trust why they're with you, you know? That's why you, know, you got money, you know what I'm saying? Like, Still, I mean, like, if you're eating good, like... They can like, tell. Yeah, bro, you just don't talk about it. Just don't talk about it. That's yeah, all. all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the moment you talk about, you know, yeah, I got all this shit, and then she's going to change her mindset. She's going to, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. at the end of the day, I say, like, um, just keep it simple, you know, first few days. She's still fucking with you, you know, keep going. And then mm-hmm. the more she goes out with you, the more she, she realizes, like, she hit the lottery without, you know, knowing it. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, if you got it, and they are attracted by it, is it even a problem? It kind of is, because that just tells me that they're thirsty. Yeah, but like, thirsty. Even the, even the good girl would be act the same way. Well, okay, in, to a sense, right, you, you explained, you said it last time, like, uh, I think it was you who said it, about, like, a man's job was to provide or something like that, to provide, they, they're the ones who make the money, right? So they, they, women are, are the ones who's looking for someone who can provide. So I, I don't know if it was you or if it was uh, Andrew Tate or something like that. <laughs> uh, I, I get mixed up with the shit you guys say. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Andrew Tate's company. Oh, man. I really need to get this Bugatti then. <laughs> no, nah, but hey, hey, uh, even, even Rito was saying last time too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the shit you guys <laughs> But I ain't gonna lie, the shit you say sometimes is outrageous, like Andy Tate. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm more like his brother, though. Not not him. Tristan? Yeah, I'm more calculating, I think. Yeah, I say a they bunch both, of They both very similar. Yeah. But I, it seems like Andrew is, is leaning into all the attention. And then his brother is more like, I'm gonna do my own thing here. <laughs> the tapes. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. You confused whether I said it or Andrew Tate said it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you say it? What that a man should provide? Like that sounds yeah. like something I I've said before. And that, that's something Andrew Tate would say. <laughs> yeah. The Tate team. Yeah. We agree. But um, is it like is it even like justified to say like the gold diggers? Because you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh-huh. it's it's what they're look like. All women are looking for security and safety. So it's like yeah. See, it was you who said it. Yeah, I think yeah. That sounds. I mean, funny. it just makes logical sense. But yeah, they are looking for security and safety. So is it being a gold digger? I mean, obviously, if they're looking for Gucci bags and shit, 
then it's like, all right, do you really need that for security and safety? You know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like they want to be sure that they're, they're provided for. Yeah, totally. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I am old school that way. And it's like it's not even about a dollar amount. That's the crazy thing. Like, I, I think I heard some guys talk about this. It's not even about the dollar amount. It's that you can provide those things yeah. no matter how you get it. OK, that you can provide those things. So it doesn't matter to them if you're a billionaire or a millionaire. As far as purchasing power for living situation, they're probably equal in terms of what normal people want. So it's not about the dollar figure. It's about being able to provide. And then after that is being the kind of man that's attractive. So not taking their shit. Just don't take their shit. They literally give you shit just to test you. That's why it's called the shit test. They literally do this shit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do shit tests. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. I fail them sometimes too. Because I'm just like, I just don't want to deal with this bullshit right now. Sometimes they just want to be told to be put in their place. It's crazy. I don't like it. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I don't like it. It's I got to waste mental effort to manage this shit. That's why that is like, there's no point. No, but the, that's the thing. Like, if you get to that point where you're like, there's no point, then then the shit tests continue even more. You got to shut it down and then it's just going to come sparingly. Otherwise, then you get more of it. It's the, I know it doesn't make sense. And to me, it doesn't make, logically, it doesn't make sense, but it's the way it is. And I don't like it. But if you want to be with women, this is what you got to deal with. Now, I think it would be ideal to find the one woman who, who does shit tests sparingly as possible very very few now that's the kind of woman you could get with but it's like finding a woman who doesn't do them come on they all do it yeah and they don't even know that they do it which is fucking crazy they don't know that they do it no no they i well some of them do know that they're doing it to an extent especially like you know if they have concerns about a relationship you know they'll try to test it just to see and just to see like they're willing to risk the relationship just to see I know it's fucking wild. <laughs> what kind of bullshit is that? Like, what kind of thinking? Like that only only crazy people think like that. It's just they're like, testing you know the security of the relationship. Exactly, you know, and they, they want to see how you would react if you know that situation was real. You know? It's like, why are you poking the bear right now? Seriously, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what a I wonder what a bear would do. I wonder yeah. what a bear would do. Would he call my <laughs> face off, or would he give me a bear hug? Yeah. Uh, let's let's figure this shit out. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. It's wild, man. Yeah. Man, l- women, if you're listening to this, I know you don't realize you do it, but just understand this is what we got to deal with. You don't get it, and you probably think we're just like so misogynist, whatever. Blah, blah, exactly. Blah. That's what I was just going to say, that they're going to think that we're misogynistic just because, you know, there's certain things we don't like that women do because we're supposed to praise or cherish every part of a woman physically and mentally. No, but there are certain parts I like. <laughs> and there's certain <laughs> parts wish we could do without, but it's not possible. And that's the thing. This is also a good point because they wouldn't be women if they didn't do those things. So in the end, it is a part of who they are. So you can't hate them for it. No. Yeah. We just accept it. Yeah. And just manage it. Yeah. It's How wild. do you feel about that, Bilal? Yeah. Like it is kind of crazy. It's like when you've been in a relationship with somebody who's like fucking and it's just, bro, I don't want to give too many details, but I'm just like, it's so stupid. But then it also could be a lot of fun. <laughs> Sounds like a headache to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just like, shut up. Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, that sounds Go like to the kitchen and make me a sandwich. Uh, bitch. <laughs>
Oh, man. I think we need to bring a woman guest on. Dude, uh, <laughs> I, I just want to see what their reaction would be. Well, we've, we've had uh, Fire Sauce on here. Yeah, but that was different, though. Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, fire, fire Sauce is a different type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. They're rare. They're very rare. They're very rare. Yeah. You think she shit test, too? Yeah, she would. Most likely, but not to the extent that most women would. And I don't think she would do it intentionally. They never do it intentionally. Well, I mean, yeah. There are no, they do it intentionally. Let's be real. All right. Well, lesson to all men out there. Don't take those shit tests. Don't pick your battles. You win everything no matter what. That's my message. You guys got a message? Yeah, listen to your staff sergeant. Uh, who's the staff sergeant? Wasn't Andrew. it that dude? Oh, Andrew, listen to your staff sergeant. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't know, I didn't know where you were going with that for a second. I'm in space, though. I'm very tired today. Hey. <laughs>